Flip to Freedom, episode number 34. Hello again, this is Sean Terry from the Flip to Freedom podcast, and we are on episode number 34 in the brand new year, 2011, and I hope you're ready to rock because this is going to be an awesome episode. Now, if you're listening for the very first time, I'd like to welcome you and let you know that I am here to help you escape the nine to five and live the lifestyle of your dreams by learning how you can make an absolute fortune flipping properties in your spare time, even if you're brand new and you're just getting started today and you have no cash, no credit, and no experience. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about strategic goal setting, the six-figure formula. Now, we're also going to talk about exactly how to set realistic money-making goals. Um, I'm going to explain the relationship between making money and marketing. I'm also going to give you my four-step six-figure formula. You're going to love that. And also, I'm going to show you um, exactly how to break down a goal into the most important element. Okay. And also, I'm going to share a a deal that um, we're working on right now so you can kind of give you some up-to-date specifics on on a deal. And and at the end of the episode, I got the one, the only, the Italian stallion, Rocky Balboa, and he's going to share the number one most important key element to your success. Because you know what? Uh, You can do all the marketing. You can put all the goals down. You can understand how to do that. But if you don't have this one element that Rocky's going to share, then you might as well forget it and just cash in your chips. All right. Now, I also like to thank the people who uh, who went into iTunes, the iTunes store, and searched Flip to Freedom and submitted a review in iTunes. Um, and for the people who did that, like I said, I greatly appreciate it because it helps a lot in the rankings um, within iTunes and helps us uh, spread the word of the podcast. So again, thank you very much. Um, and the first one is from MS7Cat on December 31st. Uh, it said, fellow REI, your words are amazing and very moving. Thank you. Well, thank you for uh, for posting that. I'd appreciate it. Next one is five stars. It says, great autocast from Dollar Sense. It says, completely blown away with your autocast on episode 33. Could even hear the traffic. Yeah, I know. I almost got in an accident. Um, and uh, I admire your tenacious approach on finding numbers that will work. Great lead by example approaches on how to get it done. Well, thank you for your review. That was, uh, that was definitely a fun podcast. If you want to listen to that, that's episode 33. Next one is Matthew Rinaldi. He did that on, uh, submitted on January 3rd. It says, imagine the most successful business person in your hometown telling you exactly how they did it in explicit detail. Well, Matthew, thank you very much. Thank you all you guys for uh, submitting uh, those uh, to iTunes. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, and that's what I I try to put this podcast together to give you how-to detailed specific information uh, that you can um, use in your business on a daily basis. And I also wrote, if you want more, I wrote a book, 129-page detailed. Talk about detailed, 129-page detailed book. It's the ultimate guide to real estate investing. And it's basically, it's uh, how to quit your job in 19 weeks or less. Um, And it shows you specifically a 19-week plan that you can quit your job and uh, buy flipping properties in your spare spare time. It lays everything out for you in detail. I've had people tell me that um, they spent well over $1,000 for the same information that I'm giving away for free. If you would like that, you can visit Flip 
the number two freedom.com flip to freedom.com there's a little video of me on the front um, you can put your email in and uh, I will email you uh, a special link that you can download that for free all right now let's get into it the six-figure formula how to make over a hundred grand in 2011 okay now let me let me give you the idea of this this podcast um, I like a systematic approach. A systematic approach, I like numbers, crunching numbers, and figuring out exactly what I have to do. What action step do I have to take, and what type of result uh, could I expect? Okay, so I like to kind of break everything down in little minute steps when it comes to doing action type items. So this uh, podcast, I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. And we take the big, you know, big goal of make $100,000 and we want to take little bite size, uh, uh, you know, you know, what they, what they say there. For if you want to eat an elephant, you got to take little, you know, little bites out. You got to start with one little bite. Well, that's what we're going to do with this $100,000 goal this in uh, 2011. Now, the first thing we have to do is to determine our deal size. Now, the average deal is uh, typically $5,000. Now, here in Phoenix, we uh, we always focus on you know $10,000, and we're pretty much averaging about $10,000. But what's going to happen is when you're marketing for motivated sellers, you're going to get deals that come in that are $3,000, $2,000, $7,000, $10,000, $12,000. And then you're going to get big deals that's going to come in or $20,000, $25,000. It's going to happen. It's, it's just part of the part of the game. Um, and those are, you know, maybe you'll get one out of every, you know, 10 deals is going to be a, uh, a huge deal, but the average is, you know, typically about $5,000 per deal. Now, what does that mean? What is $5,000 per deal? How do, how do you, how do you make that 5,000 per deal for someone that's brand new and, and they uh, don't understand what flipping properties is with no cash, and no credit. It's simple as this. It's simple as marketing for a motivated seller. Okay. Now, motivated seller is going to call you off your marketing. And uh, then you're going to meet with them. You're going to do a contract on the property. You're not going to buy it. You're not going to give them earnest money. You're not going to pay any money for it. You're basically just going to do a contract. You're going to sign an eight-page paper or whatever it is uh, in your state, but you're going to sign a contract. And the contract, let's say theoretically, on this $100,000 house is, say, $50,000, right? They're motivated. They could be in probate. They could be in divorce, whatever the case. Now, let's say... You have that contract now for $50,000. You turn around and market that property to a cash buyer. A cash buyer, why would someone pay cash for a property? People go, why the heck would they pay cash? You wouldn't believe how many people are at the down at the county courthouse steps that buy properties at auction and they pay cash within 24 hours. You wouldn't believe how many people are buying REO properties that pay cash within 30 days of whatever, whenever they have to close for that. So people look for smoking deals. If you give them a smoking deal, well, guess what? They'll pay cash and they're going to want to close quickly on that property so they can either buy it, renovate it, and stick a tenant in there and build their cash flow or for fix and flip purposes. So now you market for that cash buyer. Cash buyer comes in and you do a contract again for $60,000. Okay? You got a contract with a buyer for, I mean, with your motivated seller for, uh, for $50,000. Now you got a contract with your buyer. Uh, for $60,000, you take both of those contracts, you bring them over to your escrow officer, your title company, or your attorney, depending on what state you're in, and you instruct them to do what's called a double escrow or what's called a simultaneous close or just a simple assignment. 
and uh, and that's all you do. And now what the the, the title company is going to do is they are going to process all the paperwork for you, and they're going to call up the buyer and say, okay, wire in your sixty thousand. So he's going to wire it in. That sixty thousand is going to come in the title. Title is going to go. Okay, here fifty thousand goes to the seller. What happens with this ten thousand? Well, hey, I got to give it to you. And that's how you make profit in this business. The ten thousand will go to you. This fifty thousand will go to the seller, and the, and the buyer now has a great house below market at sixty thousand dollars. So that's exactly how it works. So. In that particular scenario, it's $10,000 profit. Let's say on the average is $5,000, okay? So now we make it simple. How many deals do you have to do a year? Um, if you have a $100,000 goal and you have $5,000 in potential net you know, profit on each one, well, you have to do 20 deals per year to make that $100,000. So now we go, okay, well, I got 20 deals a year, right? And you're going to divide it by 12 months, right? Because we want to break that, that big goal down into 12 months and go say, well, it's 1.6. 12 divided by 1, you know, 20 divided by 12 is 1.6 deals per month we have to accomplish. Let's just call it two to make it simple. So now we have to accomplish two deals per month. Now, the question becomes this. How many leads do we have to get how many motivated salaries do we have to get to get two deals a month? The average is this. For every 25 leads that you get, you'll get one deal. So to get two deals, you have to get essentially 50 leads coming in the door. Now that becomes your focus. Okay, for month one, I've got to get 50 leads through the door. That's my goal, 50 leads. So then you go, okay, well, what is the strategy to get these leads to come through the door? Well, that is scientific too. And it comes down to response rate based upon the lead generation that we do. Okay. Now let's talk about bandit signs. Bandit signs is a great way to get motivated sellers to call you. Bandit signs are little signs that say, we buy houses. You stick them out on a Friday, take them down on a Sunday, uh, put your phone number in there. You can handwrite it if you want. And motivated sellers will call you um, to sell their house. That will be a lead coming in. That's a generating a lead from that. Now the average is you put out 100 signs, you get about a 10% response. So you get about 10 calls per 100 signs that you put out. Now those those people that call those signs are motivated. I can tell you that right now. It's, it's a high motivational level. So those are 10 good leads. Now the next one is yellow letters. That's a direct mail uh, uh, piece that I love. It's a basically, it's a little yellow letter. Not little, eight, eight and a half by 11, not little. And it's put in an invitation style envelope. It's a handwritten envelope. And it has a live stamp on it. And inside the letter, it says, Dear so-and-so, I'd like to buy your house on so-and-so street. Please call me at whatever. And why it works so well is because it's personalized to the person. And it's handwritten. And the response rate on this yellow letter is about 11 to 15% response rate. So let's talk about 11% response rate. So if you send out 100 letters, you're going to get you know, roughly about 11 calls, right? For 100 letters, you're going to get about 11 calls on there, which is pretty good. Typical direct mail, like on postcards and stuff, will get about a 1% to 3% response rate. So you're going to do that. You're going to send out 100 letters. Now, who are you going to send the letters to? Well, you're going to target specific people. You're not just going to blanket a, 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 a 
a, uh, an area or a neighborhood, you want to you want to target specific people that have motivation. Now, an absentee investor would be someone with motivation. Now, what if someone owns a rental property here in Phoenix, but they live in California? Well, and they ha and you happen to catch them at the right time with a property um, is in disarray. The tenant just moved out and uh, they're sick of owning a rental property. Well, that would be uh, the perfect uh, type of motivated seller. And that is what's called an absentee owner. The next one is inheritance list. Someone who inherited a property. It's a great source. You can get that at US Leads List. Um, next one would be probate. Probate, same type of thing as inheritance. Next one is expired listings. People that tried to sell their house but couldn't for some reason um, and it expired. So that would be a list that you mail your yellow letter to, and the response, like I said, would be about 11%. The next one is vacant houses. I did a, 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 an episode, a podcast episode, just on vacant houses. If you want to listen to it, you can go back through the archives. But um, vacant houses are great because response is a lot higher. The hard part is finding the owner, but once you find the owner, the response is uh, actually really, really good. It's about a 30% response rate. Um, and those deals are phenomenal because think about it, a vacant house, someone's actually walked away from that house and they're, they want, they're done with it and, uh, and you can pick it up for pennies on the dollar. All right. Now, the next one is internet marketing, free internet marketing. That would be placing an ad saying, you know, I want to buy your house on Craigslist, Backpage, or Kijiji. Um, if you put up, you know, one or two ads a week, three ads a week, you'll probably get about 10 leads a month um, off those. You're not going to get inundated with, uh, with leads, but you will get leads that come in, okay? Um, so that is uh, about 10 leads a month. So internet marketing, where you actually pay for uh, pay-per-click, uh, which is pay-per-click campaigns, and Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you ever wondered how those search engines make money, well, they sell ad space. And that little, on the right-hand side, those are ads. And if people click on them, then guess what? The advertiser will pay per click. Um, and you can buy those ad spots in Google, and but it's, it's pretty pricey. And uh, it's typically about $78 per lead. But because people are searching a very targeted and specific word, uh, must sell house fast. That is a great keyword where someone types it in, your ad will pop up, they'll click on it, they'll see a message from you on your website or squeeze page, and, uh, and then they'll fill out the form. That is a very, very hot lead. We've done tons and tons of deals off uh, of uh, internet marketing, um, pay-per-click campaigns. All right, so uh, typically on that, it's about $78 a lead, depending on how much money you spend. And then you can put an ad in a newspaper. Well, you know, you can put an ad in a little penny penny newspapers there, or you can put an ad in the uh, in the regular newspaper. You can typically get off each ad about three to five calls, depending on the city you're in, of course. All right, so now let's break it down. We got all this information, right? And we've got uh, you know all these leads coming in. We've got different marketing methods we can we can potentially do. But now let's break it down and put it all together. And we're going to talk about how to make a hundred and eleven thousand two hundred and seventy six dollars in 2010. Now I created um, a spreadsheet for myself, which is called the Marketing to Income Analyzer. 
Okay, and what you do is you plug in your marketing, and then you get uh, how much it will cost, unit price, and then it breaks it down to the type of response you're going to get, and then you can figure out exactly how many leads you can get. So then it's basically it's, it's you got a lead source coming in, you got total amount of leads that you can uh, generate, you got your total projected gross profit per deal, um, you got your less cost of advertising, you got your gross profit, um, then you get less operating expenses for any you know driving around or gas or whatever it may be but uh, it's a great spreadsheet and you can literally just uh, drop everything in there and um, and uh, it's very easy to uh, to kind of understand what the what the steps are to uh, get the results that you want it's a it's a it's a marketing to income analyzer now if you want to get your hands on that um, I actually give it away for free um, in um, in the flip to freedom Academy there um, but I am going to be launching the flip to freedom Academy relaunching or reopening it um, January 18th and during those during that process I will be giving away the spreadsheet that you can download and I'll, I'll show you exactly how to use it um, just go to flip2freedomacademy.com now let's go uh, through this real quick so how to make $111,276? Well, let's start off with bandit signs first. Well, let's say we put out 100 bandit signs for the month, okay? And we're going to do that consistently for the next 12 months. 100 bandit signs, okay? Let's just talk about it on a monthly basis because the, the goal is to go out and get 50 leads, right? Because we want to get two deals per month. All right, so we put out 100 bandit signs at a dollar three per sign and now we can expect to get roughly about 10 leads then we go out and send out 300 yellow letters uh, to the absentee owners inheritance probate or whatever um, and that's about a dollar eight per lead or actually unit price per item which is uh, 33 leads we'll get off that that's the bulk of the leads we're going to get now the good thing about this is that you know people are going to be calling in they're not going to be blowing up your cell phone they could but you can set up a google voice account you can set up an account like uh like with e-voice they cost you know 14 bucks a month or whatever um but like google voice you can just have people go to your google voice voicemail and it'll just say hi this is sean you know please leave your name and number after the tone and people will leave a message and uh, what's great about it, it actually uh, pulls their caller ID and then you can call them right back which is great okay so in that scenario right there um, you've got 300 for the uh, yellow letter campaign so you get 33 leads off that and let's say you send out uh, 20 vacant house letters 30% uh, response you'll get about six leads off that so you got 10 off the bandit signs 33 off the yellow letters six off the vacant houses gives a total of 49 leads okay now 49 leads in you uh, in, in it's all broken down the spreadsheet here so that will generate roughly a $9,800 uh, total projected gross profit at $5,000 per unit obviously if you put 50 leads in there it'll be 10,000 so in this scenario it's $5,000 per deal you'll get $9,800 uh, gross revenue minus your marketing expense of $427 leaves uh, gross profit of $9,373 less say $100 expenses for driving around or whatever that's $9,273 if you take $9,273 and multiply it times 12, you have $111,276. Now, let me back up. This is, um, 
it is something to where you can use as a tool and it's precise to the fact that where now you can say, okay, what do I have to do? How much is it going to cost me for marketing? How much is I, I can, am I going to potentially make on this deal? Now, you're not going to make exactly $9,273, but the way the whole everything works out is it that's about how it works out. So um, so it might be little, might be a little more, might be a little less depending on the deal size. What if you average 10000 per deal? Well, think about it. You average 10000 a deal, you're going to make close to eighteen dollars to $19,000, and it's very possible that could happen. Um, but that is the marking to income analyzer. Now, when you are uh, using this specific form, you know, this specific spreadsheet, it's great now to go, okay, what exactly do I have to do? So what is the four-step, six-figure formula? You got your spreadsheet. You know the leads are coming in. You know exactly what type of uh, marketing you have to do to get the leads, how much it's going to cost. So now you go out and say, okay, I'm going to set a monthly goal of generating 50 leads. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, my clear-cut path goal is I'm gonna set a monthly goal of 50 leads. Then you're gonna pick a marketing method. So you're gonna say, okay, I'm just gonna focus all on yellow letters. I'm gonna send out 500 yellow letters. That's my goal. I'm gonna do bandit signs, or I'm just gonna do bandit signs, or I'm just gonna do vacant houses, or I'm just gonna do internet marketing. Pick your marketing method and just do it. Don't contemplate, don't consider, don't evaluate, don't discuss, don't think about it, don't ponder it. Just do it. Just do it. People sit there and go, well, should I do this or should I do that? Or should No, just do it. That's all I got to say. Just do it. Then you want to track leads on a weekly basis. So if you've got 50 leads you need for a month, you need about 12.5 leads per week. So what I do is you can either have spreadsheets or you can have a little three ring binder and you can have a goals and say, okay, this week I need to generate 12.5 leads. And I'm going to generate these leads by sending yellow letters. I'm going to generate these leads by putting out bandit signs this week. I'm going to generate leads by, um, by uh, doing, you know, sending letters to vacant houses. So I need to generate at least uh, that many leads. So you're going to have, you're going to know exactly how much marketing you have to do that week to generate those 12.5. Now at the end of the week, you know, you're going to go, okay, you're going to take a specific inventory. Okay, listen, I've sent out, you know, 25 letters this week and I've got this many leads. I put up bandit signs, I got this many leads and you can track it specifically. And then you go, okay, now you want to track the deals on a monthly basis. You know, you want to track the deals where they're coming from. Step four, be track the deals where they're coming from and do more of that marketing the next month. Okay. So what's going to happen is you're going to have a three ring binder and you're going to have in, in, inside the Flip to Freedom Academy, we have a, a weekly goal sheet. And we have a monthly goal sheet. And you're going to say, okay, my monthly goal sheet is I want to generate 50 leads. And the 50 leads are going to come from these sources. And then each week, you're going to have a sheet that you're going to put in there. And that sheet is going to be, okay, what you've done to generate those leads and the result. Now, at the end of the month, you're going to have, okay, I've got two leads. Now, where did those leads come from, right? So you're going to say, well, man, those leads came from vacant houses. Those leads came just from yellow letter. 
Well, that was the bulk of your advertising. Those leads just came from Bandit Science. Then what you can do is you'll have a real good gauge on exactly uh, where the leads are coming from, um, how much you're spending on the leads, and then also where the deals are coming from in relation to those uh, to those leads. So the steps are this, is that set a monthly goal and ge to generate 50 leads. Pick a marketing method and just do it. Track those leads on a weekly basis of where they're coming from as a result to the deals, and then track where the deals are coming from and do more of that marketing the next month. Okay, so that is the four-step, six-figure formula that you can turn around and apply. Now, between investor A, okay, that's just floundering, right? And just kind of just, you know, trying to just floundering. And investor B that's crushing it. What's going to be the difference between investor A that's just going to have a okay 2011 and investor B that's going to have a kicking, crushing 2011? The difference is, is the amount of leads that they generate. The investor that stays consistent and generates the most leads will make the most amount of money in 2011. If you get 25 leads in a week, and I get, tw or you know, if you get 50 leads in a week, and I get 50 leads in six weeks or seven weeks or six months, well, guess what? You're going to make more money than I do, of course, because you're getting more leads coming in. And that's why I love this business because, you know, maybe you heard my story, maybe you haven't, but guess what? I don't have a college education. I'm not the smartest tool in the shed. Believe me. I used to be a U.S. Marine. I uh, graduated high school, you know, joined the Marine Corps. You know, travel around the country, you know, and gut out. And I'm telling you, like I said, I'm, there are people that are listening to this podcast right now, the podcast right now that have more intelligence than I do, I can tell you. But the bottom line why I love this business is it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter the education level. It doesn't matter um, who your parents are. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're, you're extremely wealthy or if you're broke or whatever. It doesn't matter because it all comes down to one thing. The more leads you generate, the more money you make. doesn't matter if you have a dynamic personality. doesn't matter if you're a super closing guy. It doesn't matter. I mean, I know guys in this business that are complete and absolute dorks, me being one of them, <laughs> that make a fortune flipping houses because they, they know how to generate leads. You can figure out how to generate leads. You can make an absolute ton of money in this business. Now, what if you're an experienced real estate investor and you're cranking along and, uh, and you want to make more money? What do you do? Generate more leads. That's all. You know, people ask me, why'd you put the Flip to Freedom Academy together? Well, ha ha. Generate more leads. Guess what? If I can teach people and work with people and coach people all across the entire country and they're putting out marketing and they're putting out, you know, you know, generating and I can coach and work with them, guess how many leads a group of, say, 100 people put together can generate, you know, versus just one. See the method to the madness? So that is the, the goal. The more leads you get, the more income you can make. Now, what if, what if you're cranking it out and you've got 50 leads coming in, you're doing deals, you're cranking, you're doing it, and what if you want to take off the summer? Well, what do you do? 
Well, you build up a bunch of cash reserves from the deals you get, and then you stop marketing. <laughs> you go, okay, I'm done. Guess what? You don't do yellow letters. You don't put out bandit signs. You turn off your internet marketing for, for, the, for the summer or whatever, and you go out to the beach house and hang out on the beach with the kids. That's what you do. And then if you want, come back and, and, and do more. And, uh, or you just make a ton of money and just stash it away. Or guess what? When you start making a bunch of money, then it starts building um, a rental portfolio of cash flow properties. We'll talk about that down the road. All right. So that is the deal. You know. Now, I'm going to tell you a recent deal I'm working on. And uh, <clears throat> we're actually closing this deal tomorrow. Um, and this deal came from uh, one of the Flip to Freedom uh, Tycoon members, Academy members there, and uh, and it's actually a local Academy member here. And he sent out yellow letters uh, to an uh, inheritance list, and he got a call from a gentleman that was motivated on a property that's in a it's in an okay area, but the property was in terrible condition. So I met him at the property. Uh, we kind of walked around the property and actually the seller came in late. He was about 25 minutes late. And I, uh, the, you know, this new guy, is, you know, is, is, he was like, his name's Dorsey, Dor uh, Dorsey Matthews. And he was all freaking out. And he's like, oh, you know, I hope the guy comes, you know, call him a couple times. Finally, the guy called back and showed up, which is great. And uh, so we went through the house. The house was trashed. I mean, just trap i mean just bad i mean i mean just uh not not good at all so uh so anyways um we got under contract and uh and i said to dorothy i said we need to be at least fifteen thousand on this property to uh to make it work right so so he uh he said okay um and then the guy came up and he wanted the guy wanted actually twenty five thousand. so we had to, we had to talk him down ten thousand dollars uh, to get him down. So I started at 15. Um, actually, I think I started at lower. I thought like at 12 or 13 for the house. Um, and then uh, we went back and forth negotiating and finally ended up like at 17.5 for the house. So I said, okay. So we went out, um, contracted the property, uh, opened up Bestgrove. Obviously, it didn't cost us a dime. Um, and then proceeded to closing, uh, got the property sold to a cash buyer. Um, and then, um, and then, what happens is at the you know end of the transaction, now that you have uh, the deal uh, locked up, and now you have the deal, um, you know, and you have a, a buyer for the property. Now you can maximize your spread, right? So how do you maximize your spread when you you got a contract with a seller, you got a contract with a buyer? How can you create that spread a little bit bigger um, to make more money on that deal? Well, what do you do? You go back to the seller and you renegotiate the contract. There's no reason why you can't do that. Now, do I do that on every seller? No, absolutely not. Um, but I do do it where um, I know I can do it, I guess you could say, uh, when the motivation level's there. So on this particular deal, um, we went back and renegotiated with the seller. And uh, basically, uh, that's what we did. And, and what we did is negotiated from the 17.5 down to 13.750. And what I did is I said, there's listen, there's about $7,500 more of repairs than I was expecting on this deal. So at the current number of the contract price, uh, we cannot proceed at this number. So, But if you're willing to split the $7,500 with me, then, um, then I'll be able to proceed forward. We can get this sucker closed this week week. Um, otherwise, I'm going to have to cancel the contract. Now, when I said that, I'm sitting there, you know, my eyes are closed, fingers are crossed. I'm like, come on. 
bite, you know? Now, if they would have said no, I would have said, well, okay, well, you know, I got to, you know, talk to my partners. Let me see if we can, you know, still make this work and see what we can do. Of course, I'm going to, you know, not cancel a contract because we already have it under escrow to sell, right? We already got a profit already. But guess what? We're trying to maximize the profit. So, sitting there, like I said, I'm, I'm, I was actually in the grocery store when I was talking to the guy and I'm sitting there going, come on. So he said, uh, okay, I'll call you back. I was like, great. So I ran around, got the dog food, did whatever I did, came back in. And as I was checking out, he called me and said, all right, it's a deal. Uh, let's just get it done. Let's get it done by Friday. Um, we'll do it. So great. So, uh, so now it's done. So now um, basically just created a little bit more spread in the deal just by asking. Now, like I said, if you had said no, then obviously we would have still closed it. But if he says yes, then guess what? Um, then we can get the deal done. So that is a way to basically um, make an okay deal into a great deal uh, just by um, asking a simple question. Like, like my father-in-law always says, don't ask, don't get. All right. Now, what is the number one key important element to your success what is it well who else better to explain than the one the only rocky balboa the italian stallion listen to this tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Now, did you get chills like I did listening to this from Rocky Balboa? And he just made it so clear. You know what? You're going to get hit. You're going to get taken down. You're going to get calls from motivated sellers who are going to tell you you're crazy. You're offering too low, and uh, and you're going to get calls from motivated sellers that, you know that, uh, and and you're going to get deals that are going to fall through for some sort of reason. Things are going to happen, but guess what? You got to keep moving forward. Keep sending the letters. Keep putting out bandit signs. Keep taking the calls. Keep doing it. You will get good at it. You will hone your skills, and you will get success. If you keep moving forward and you never quit. Never, ever quit. You got to have the guts. And uh, a very successful person once told me, he said, you know what? He said, take your thumb and hold it out in front of you. Look at your thumb pointing up. And he said, now take your hand, take your hand, that thumb, and move it all the way around your back and feel that bumpy thing in the middle of your back. What is that? I was like, well, it's a, it's a spine. He goes, no, it's a backbone. <laughs> you got to have a backbone. And you got to have thick skin like a rhino. Because you know what? You have to 
keep moving forward. And that's the name of the game. I know when I first got started in this business, I went out and I cranked it out and I made $11,008 in my first month. Then the next deal, the next deal I had, the second deal I ever had, I made $2,000 and I, I made every mistake in the book. I gave earnest money to the seller, which you're not supposed to do. I signed uh, the contract with no out clauses, which you're not supposed to do. I contracted on a house that was just pathetic. I mean, it was, it was like a one bed, one bath in a terrible area of town, which you're not supposed to do. Finally found a buyer for the property on the last leg. And I made $2,000 by the skin of my teeth on that deal. Well, after that, that was my second deal, right? On my third deal, I, you know, I didn't get a deal for a while. Knocking on pre-foreclosure doors, that's what I was taught. Uh, and that's what I did. So I went out and knocked on pre-foreclosure doors and, and got turned down. And, uh, and, and I, I, I just, I felt that I, I had to keep working harder, keep knocking on those doors. And I did it. I, I did from early in the morning, eight, nine o'clock in the morning till dark. I was, uh, I was knocking on doors, trying to talk to motivated sellers. And guess what? I was, just felt like I was getting beaten down. I could not get a deal. I didn't know what was happening. What is my problem? Am I saying something wrong? Am I doing something different? You know, you do one deal and you go, am I ever going to do a deal again? And uh, that's how I felt. And I said, well, maybe I was just lucky. Maybe I was just lucky on the first one, for the second one. You know, second one, I was, like I said, the skin of my teeth. But then I went out and I placed a little, little ad in a, in a jobs newspaper. And I got a call from a guy who inherited a property that was all boarded up and nasty. And I went over to him. I said, okay, you know, what do you want for it? Uh, he gave me a number. I negotiated. And I got the property under contract for $43,000. Well, the property was at least worth 120. And I turn around, I met someone. I didn't have a buyer's list, I didn't have an email list, and I have a squeeze page. I didn't have, yeah, I didn't know anything about yellow letters. I didn't know anything about, you know, all the other marketing methods, you know, to, to find buyers and stuff. And I didn't, you know, have a realtor pull all cash transactions. I didn't have that. So I went to an Asria meeting with my $43,000 contract and I think I got a deal. And I started talking to people and said, hey, you know, anybody's looking for smoking deals? Oh, yeah, that guy's an investor over there. He, he might buy it from me. He's, he's a rehabber. I said, okay. So I talked to him, called him up um, after the meeting and uh, got his card. And next day, called him up and uh, said, if you come look at the house, came over, looked at the house. And we negotiated back and forth. And he ended up buying the property for $73,000. After all closing costs and everything was done. I made $29,000 on that one deal. And I'm telling you, from that point forward, I was done. I mean, for the, for the first point of making the $11,008, I was done. But the bottom line is when I made that big $29,000 check, I was like, oh, this is unbelievable. And you know what? Nothing, nothing, whatever obstacle gets in your way, whatever it might be, just look at it as an obstacle. That's all it is. There's going to be another obstacle around the corner. In the Marine Corps, I was taught if there's an obstacle that's in your way, you've got a couple different options. You can go around it. You can maneuver on the other side of it. You can maneuver over it. You can maneuver under it. Or my favorite, you can just blow through it. You're going to have obstacles that are going to hit you. You're just going to have the determination the rocky eye of the tiger. And you're going to want it bad enough 
to put forth the effort to get the results. Because you can have the marketing to income analyzer spreadsheet and you can know I've got to do 50 deals, 50 leads this month and know all that type of stuff. But you know what? It's not going to work unless you have the eye of the tiger. has that eye of the tiger in us. We just got to let it shine through. So that's it for this episode. Until next time, I wish you ultimate success in your real estate investing career. Take care and God bless. Music.